What up, Bucks fans? We are back. It is Real Bucks Talk. We are live here on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Much appreciated to you guys. You guys are giving us a lot of support. Uh, so we thought we'd do a live stream on a Wednesday. It's a little different time. Uh, surprise. You know, we are back. And, you know, the offseason is well underway. And unfortunately, you know, last, I think, what was it, last week? Yeah, last week mm -hmm. we found out the news that Tom Brady has retired. Obviously, that's the the big elephant in the room for this franchise, the Bucks franchise going forward. The GOAT has officially called it a career. Uh, but with that said, I'm your host, Michael Plus, joined as always by co-host Mark Ramirez. And it's been it's been a, a tough uh, tough week for Bucks fans, or at least over the last week. Um, you know, obviously the tough loss of the Rams and then the news that Tom Brady has uh, hung it up. Yeah, I mean, guys, bring your questions or concerns or whatever you want in the chat. But, I mean... Everyone kind of knew Tom Brady. There was, there was going to be a time where, I mean, what else did he have to break? It was he broke records every day, every game he played in. There's nothing else to do it. Everyone's chasing after him. So, it was him deciding himself. And people blamed uh, Giselle. Hey, the, the guy had nothing else to prove. He had done it with an another team that he chose. As a Buck fan, I'm I'm grateful for what he did for our franchise, bringing us another championship. I mean, everything was good two years of competitive nature at the elite level i mean we right. thought we could have even went there this this year to be honest we probably should have been because i think we would have beaten the 49ers we should have beaten the rams and we could be champions again but and at the end of the day tom brady signed a two-year deal and he extended it last year just mm. to get the money down the road i think he in his own head knew it was going to be two years and that was it so other than that thank yeah. you tom brady you were great in the city. I hope you appreciated the city itself. It looked like he had a hell of a time here. But other than that, we're moving on as Buccaneers. And Tom Brady, enjoy your retirement. Yeah. No, I echo those uh, sentiments uh, fully. Uh, he he did what he came in here to do, and that's win a championship. He got that for us. So we're forever grateful uh, for that 2020 championship. Uh, you can't take that away. That's always going to be there. Um, and then this year, I mean, he brought us the divisional round again, another great season, 13 wins, a franchise record. Uh, he broke all the records he had, um, you know, going into this season. So like you said, yeah, he accomplished a lot. He did what he set out to do. I mean, seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, no one's I mean, uh, probably no one's going to come close to that. Um, so, I mean, it's it's uh, it's very impressive. And. Now he gets to, uh, you know, be with his kids and, you know, take on that next chapter, Brady brand and, you know, being a dad as well. Uh, I think that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's 44 and he doesn't have any major injuries besides that ACL. Right. I'll take it. I'll take that and enjoy my life. Everyone knows who the hell I am now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Call it from the other side. But, um, and then this is Bud Campbell saying, and when Tom leaves, Gronk will follow. Hey, fellas. To me, I honestly think that's the truth. I think Gronk's like, oh, well, I came two more years with my boy. I don't need anything else. Like, yeah. Last time we saw him, he was retiring because of concussions. Tom Brady called him back. I highly doubt Gronk comes back. That's just me. What do you think? No, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. I think he would probably, he might wait a little bit longer. He might, you know, wait and see what the team's doing, you know, where, where their direction is and if he's going to be a fit, 
you know, going forward uh, for the franchise. Maybe he comes back, uh, but most likely I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think he wants to, uh, you know, move in a different direction. And obviously Tom was his quarterback for all his career. And uh, when you look at it that way, and plus his injuries, his body's probably, you know, it's taken a, a big toll. And uh, I think he's ready for that, that next chapter as well. That's another thing. Like you just said, is he going to fit in the next scheme? First of all, we don't know who our quarterback is. Right now, the only quarterback on the roster is Cal Trask. I mean, we like some of his film coming out of Florida, but still, he's going to be a rookie playing, yeah. first time playing in the NFL. That's that's not going to sit well with Gronkowski. And then even if someone else does come in, Tom Brady was his boy. That's why he got the ball. Yeah. I mean, supposedly, we don't pass the tight ends. Tom Brady made that a point to pass to the tight end because that's mm-hmm. his best player. So yeah, and, and Gronk was on the top of his game. I don't, I don't think he's in any any shape to, uh, you know, he should retire. Like I'm not saying he should retire. Mm-hmm. Like he could continue to play and play at a very high level. He's a very good player, and you know the Bucks would, you know, Jason Light came out and said they would welcome him back with open arms, and I think all the fans would as well. He's a heck of a talent. Um, so yeah, obviously if he mm-hmm. wants to come back, that would be great to have him. But when you look at it. You know, right now it, it, it's leaning towards he'll he'll walk away, but you know, just have to wait and see on that, and you know, see what this team's going to do going forward. And, and the funny rumors of him liking Joe Burrow now. <laughs> hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with liking Joe Burrow. I mean, that guy's a stud, and I hope he has a hell of a game this Sunday. Uh, you know, that should be a very entertaining uh, Super Bowl uh, coming up. Yeah, I hope he hope he dominates. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> but uh, actually, this will slowly go into what we're talking about why do we keep hearing or test driving these rumors about all these qbs we need to, to trade for like period why aren't we just giving trask a shot so before we talk about trask mm-hmm. i don't know what, let's do that will trask get a shot or not because there's a plenty of a plethora of big names that just keep coming out of the woodworks left yeah and right. yeah what do you think about that no, I, 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 when you look at the roster, um, you know, I, I think in an ideal situation, Kyle Trask is your quarterback this year. I think that's an ideal um, spot because just the way that quarterback options out there and what you'd have to give up, you know, mortgaging the future, also like the free agents, not a really good crop. Um, plus, Kyle Trask has a year in this system. He's probably going to be best suited. Uh, to run this system efficiently because he knows it. Um, and I think that's why you have to go with, um, or at least give him an opportunity. Uh, and But at the same time, they're going to bring in competition. It's not going to be a, you know just handed to him. Uh, so there is going to be competition there. And uh, you know with a second-round pick already invested in him, you would like to see him make that next step this year and really take on um, the starting job. Cause that would be the best thing for the bucks going forward down the road. Cause then you don't have to invest more into your quarterback. You, you find answers about Kyle Trask. And if he's not your guy, then you move on to a better 2023 draft that has more options for the quarterback position or free agency for that matter, which is much better suited to get a guy there. Yeah. So Bud's right on the right track right here. Use Trask and strengthen the team offensively and defensively. So that's where I am, man. I'm jumping off the same boat. Yeah, adding to that, so you drafted Trask last year. Let's keep that up. Trask, like you said, hmm. said a year in the system. The players are saying he's dedicated. He's 
He's grinding. He's doing his thing. We haven't seen shit. Yeah, clearly. The thing is, help him out as much as you can this one year. Have this one year be a prove it. Does he have it or does he not have it? Is he going to be Mike Glennon or is he going to be Matt Ryan? He's not going to be Mike Vick, not going to be Lamar Jackson. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't have the arm, doesn't have the legs. But maybe he has the smarts. Maybe he can read it. Maybe he can be Brad Johnson. He won a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not even going to say TB12. No no one's going to say that. I'm just saying, let's see if he can play in the league. Give him every advantage possible. Give him a a better running game. Get him more weapons. Or get him a defense that literally will hold a team to 10, 15 points max and see if he can score with the weapons we already have, which he should. If he can't, okay, well, the next year, what? You got Russell Wilson, free agent, Aaron Rodgers, free agent, Derek Carr, free agent. I mean, these guys are just all going to be free agents. Why leverage your future? Like these guys are saying, you're going to need to trade two first rounds, two second rounds, two third rounds. Why leverage it? Especially when you don't even know. So, I mean, that is our view on this. Don't mortgage your future based on – you already have someone that knows the system right now. Because if you trade for someone, they're going to have to learn too. Tom Brady had to do it. And you saw how he got better throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's Tom Brady. Yeah, everyone's yeah. dedicated as Tom Brady. So it's not the same thing. So I, I, I'm i in the same way as Bud and you. I mean, mm. Yeah, I mean, just to, you know, I know a lot of people looking at, you know, okay, let's go out and get a Russell Wilson. Let's go out and get an Aaron Rodgers and, you know, yeah, that would be great to go out there and get one of those big names, but it's going to be very difficult to do so. Um, first of all, you have to look at, you know, the contracts will be tough to carry into your cap space. Uh, the, the compensation will be significant because you're trading within the NFC. You're trading within the same conference, plus the Buccaneers play the Seahawks and the Packers this year. So, you know, their franchises don't want to play against their old quarterbacks. And then it also puts them at a bind because who's going to be their quarterback. So it's like, you know, it's just very difficult to, you know, make that kind of move, especially given the status of our team, who we need to bring back, you know, in this offseason coming up. You know, how are you going to rework our contract situation, the cap space? All that could be manipulated, sure. But you have to put yourself at a standpoint where you're making your team better this year, but also further down the road as well. And and I think if you can find out what Trask has, and and even I know a lot of people don't want to see Blaine Gabbert back as a quarterback, but the guy knows the system he can at least come in and provide competition and you hope to God that Kyle Trask can beat out Blaine Gabbert and become the starter and, and and know that you didn't waste a second round pick on this guy, because if he's, if you find out he's not your guy early, then obviously you can prepare for the next off season where you can set yourself up, you know, to win quickly again, whether it's a veteran free agent or another rookie quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then trading up isn't as bad as what you're gonna have to give away for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, no doubt. Because you'll probably, you know, given the schedule this year, it, it's tough, no doubt about it. And you'll probably be in a range where maybe you're in that 15 to 20 area in, in the draft slots, and you can easily, you know, find a way to get into the top 10 to to get a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and this year, Jason Light said it, mm-hmm. it just isn't that blow. 
blown away quarterback type that everyone's like, oh, I'm salivating over the, getting this guy. Right. You can't really say that in this draft. There's too many question marks or it doesn't have arm strength, doesn't mm-hmm. move well, doesn't not accurate. Like there's a whole lot of more question marks than eye popping attributes. So this year, clearly Jason Light planned it out. But <clears throat> looking at it this way, I kind of, I think I may have mentioned it last time. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. I know everyone's saying you have to give up arm and a leg. I just don't see how, yeah, multiple first rounds. Okay, I understand. Hear me out. Great quarterback, great everything. He's like Tom Brady. He's like, he's a Tom Brady right now because no one else has his numbers. I feel like he has more leverage than the Packers have on him. Mm -hmm. I know this isn't the NBA. NBA, there's crazy trades left and right. Make no damn sense. But Aaron Rodgers... He can literally say, trade me or I'm going to retire. I have one more year left. I wanted to set my contract up this way so I can be traded. I choose that one. Send me there. I mean, I yeah, no, I, it's, it's definitely possible. Yeah, no, it's, it's possible. Um, and that's going to come down to Aaron Rodgers. You know, obviously the Packers have, um, you know, Jordan Love in the waiting. They, you know, I guess they feel like he's the successor. Uh, so, I mean, I think it would have to take that kind of situation where Aaron Rodgers is like really forcing his way out and, you know, puts the pressure on green Bay to, to make a trade. Uh, then maybe, you know, if it comes down to that, the compensation does go down and maybe you're only giving up, you know, maybe a, a first and a second or something along those lines, you know, it just depends. And, yeah. Hey, the Russell Wilson, I don't see him going away cheap at all. No. <laughs> or the, or no. the, the newest rumor, where is he at? Here it is. Who's the favorite to get this guy? Of course, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Favorite to get Kyler Murray. <laughs> what is this rumor? Is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I don't. Tell me about this one. Kyler Murray throws a ball to Mike Evans. Mike Evans says, "Oh, <laughs> I always wanted to catch a touchdown from a Texas legend," and all of a sudden he deletes his social media and oh, he wants out. What the hell's with this? Tell me about that. Uh, I don't know. It's probably just him trying to get, you know, a new contract from the, from the Cardinals. I'm I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see them going after Kyler Murray again. That would be another expensive trade. Hell I mean, yeah. they they just drafted him. You know, the coach, the coach for the Cardinals love him. So yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. Plus, for me. He's just, first of all, he can't see past the line of scrimmage. That That's a problem for me. He's just, he's too short. Um, great athlete. Obviously he can run around. He can make plays. He can, he can throw the ball anywhere on the field. Uh, but yeah, it would just be very tough for him in this Bruce Arians offense, uh, especially when it's a lot of option routes and he has to read the field quick and processing has to be on time and all that stuff. I just don't see it. I would rather roll with Kyle Trask. I know he's an unknown, but Kyle Trask just fits the bill a little bit more for me um, when it comes to processing. Kyler's a hell of a player, though. I just I don't see that happening. Yeah, a hell of a player. He's in the right system. I don't see why you would get the hell away from that. Yeah. Unless he wants to put his foot down for something, but I think it's being blown out of proportion. I agree with everyone in the chat. And then Tom Brady goes and does some shit like this. Happy with my decision. 
to retire from the NFL, but never say never. <laughs> like, ah, yeah. Stay I, retired, my man. I love you, but I'd no. welcome you back with open arms, but yeah, I can't crush my emotions. True. I mean, again, that's a, that's another reason to just continue to build the build up the roster roll with the quarterback you have on on the team already and if tom you know does something crazy and decides hey i want to play football now okay we we can find a way to to get him back on the team before the season and then and then we're in great shape but uh yeah i just all these trade rumors i mean even the deshaun watson like people are trying to you know go for deshaun i'm like guys got like what 50 cases against him right now from like the, the whole I mean, and you want to bring him to the state of Florida where he would get in even more trouble. Like, <laughs> uh, that's that's not smart. I mean, we have massage parlors everywhere, and he would be in them. I mean, wouldn't it be good? Yeah, and then Andrew's bringing this up. A talking head on Rich Eisen said, if Tom comes back, won't be in Tampa Bay. The, the rumor was, it was just the dumbest crap, that Tom <laughs> wants to go to 49ers because they're a win-now team. Like, the Bucks aren't a win-now team. And that they would trade the rights of Tom Brady to the 49ers oh, for Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I'm like, another out of the bullshit scenario. Like, yeah. And we're saying Jimmy G is our guy. I, no, I would still run trash just to trash just to see what the heck we got in him. Mm. And if he's trash, okay, you move forward. If he's good or showing potential, a guy that's that dedicated, he went one year Florida of, okay to Heisman finalists. So yeah, you make strides like that in the NFL. You never know. I mean, I, I just, I'm not a Jimmy G guy. Mm-hmm. Sure as hell ain't about bringing James Winston back. Not yeah. Jimmy- I don't, I don't know if you can bring up like, you know, the upcoming free agents uh, for this year yeah. for quarterback position. But I, I think most likely they're going to have Kyle Trask. Obviously they're going to have, I think Blaine Gabbert will be back. They're going to sign him to probably a one-year deal. And then I think they might bring in another veteran um, on the free agent market. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe let's just take a look at that. You know, I see the names, you know, maybe an Andy Dalton. I don't know. Um, I know they had interest at one point in Teddy Bridgewater. You know, maybe they bring in one of these guys, you know, one of these guys to, uh, you, you know, know, just man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'd bring in one of them, you know, just to help with competition. Um, just be a you know backup option just in case. You bring in Josh Rosen again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they do that. Um, but that's the route that's the route I see them taking. I know it's not the the flash route, I know it's not the the hot stove take, but yeah, I just don't see them making this big trade, especially when this team really isn't going anywhere for the next couple of years. So it doesn't mean you have to rush. Um, you know, you don't have to force this quarterback issue. I think you let the quarterback come to you and, and you find it um, within time. You know, this roster is still in its prime and I, I think they'll focus on keeping this, keeping this core together uh, going forward. And then also, you know, just continue to add in the draft and continue to build up, you know, the lines and everywhere else. But you know what the off season is. If someone makes one little comment, oh, it's truth. Everyone <laughs> believes it. I mean, oh yeah. Partly of it is part of it's here. Richard Sherman hints at Bucks QB plans for 2022, and he's like, oh no, they're going to go for 
Swing for the fences. Where, where is this at? Go championship quarterback as a secret replacement. That just means a guy that can get to the championship. Mm-hmm. Who Who is that? I mean, that could be any quarterback. I mean, Dilfer, when he left here, was a championship quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Nick Foles won a championship. Is he a free agent? I wouldn't yeah. want him if he is. But, I mean, you hear that and you think, oh, Aaron Rodgers. You're thinking Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. They're going to trade for these big guys. I just don't see it. I, I just don't see how they can actually give up that much for them. Yeah. And I, I think we're kind of making the case for Trask. Bring them back. Bring the whole team back. See what you can do. Look what Joe Burrow's doing in his second year. Right. I know he's a whole other echelon type of guy, but. Right, right. Yeah. And he just got his one weapon that he wanted. And look <laughs> what the hell he's doing. Yeah. There we have two, three, four. So, I mean. I know. Yeah, maybe somehow we can make a trade for Kyle Pitts, but <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no, but I I agree with you. I don't like Andy Dalton, but I'm just saying he's the options. Tyrod Taylor would be interesting because at least he's, you know, he's got a pretty good arm, mobile. Um, wouldn't be wouldn't be bad, but again, there it's just very limited this year. And it's unfortunate, um, just the way it is. So it, it'd be tough, um, to get you know, someone in here of that stature of that all-star caliber, um, you know, maybe we do look at maybe deeper in the depth charts of other teams and make, maybe make like a small trade. Um, you know, maybe that's an option. I mean, would I welcome a massive trade for Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson for the win now crowd? Yeah. If, if that means we're going to win championships again in the near future, yeah, but you just got to realize three, four years down the road, you're not going to really have the same roster no more. Yeah, it's going to be different. It definitely would be different. And it's just, it would be tough because pretty much you're putting all your basket, your eggs in one basket, which is this coming year. Like, really, that's what you're looking at. Um, so it puts a lot of pressure. Puts a lot of pressure. Hmm? It's like, again, a comparison. Look at Joe Burrow and Trask yeah. this year, the Bengals. And look what the Rams did. They leveraged everything. Yeah. And they got there. And Von Miller, and they're there. So, which one do you want to do? Mm -hmm. The two examples right there, right in your face. Yeah. I mean, really, with Cincinnati, it just shows like how much luck you really need uh, in this league to to get to that Super Bowl. Um, First of all, their offensive line is just not good. (laughs) But Joe Burrow took just the the massive leap that they needed as far as being that player, being that guy, and then obviously getting Jamar Chase on top of it and then adding to what they already kind of had. And then the defense, they made a lot of good acquisitions, um, free agency, draft. And then you look at just their roster and their, their situation going forward, they're in great shape. They have like over, I think, 50 million in cap space coming up this offseason. So really, they can bolster their team even going forward because they have Joe Burrow on a cheap contract, which probably won't be for long because he's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> um, and But all those other positions are in really great shape. You have your running backs, your your wide receivers. Defense can still grow. And, I mean, they made a great move by getting uh, Trey Hendrickson and then just continuing to add uh, you know those pieces that they needed. Yeah, but, but to be honest, their defense, if they can get some more on there, 
Yeah. They're going to be a scary team. The offense is loaded. Right. They're, those young guys growing together, holy hell. And Just need, some, need some guard. Yeah, yeah, need some guards. You know, get some guards up front. They'll be all right. But, I mean, the defense – just comes in when they need to. They're not great. They, they just do enough. But, yeah, let's talk more about Buck football. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the quarterback situation is what it is. You know our take. Run with Trask for a year to see what he's got. Let him play just to see what, what you drafted. If it's bad, okay, move on. The team itself is, isn't going to give you a terrible season. I think I think you're going to be competitive no matter what based on the talent that's on the team. We're going to be nowhere near what a Tom Brady-led team is. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, first of all, whoever the quarterback is this year, there's going to be more interceptions, okay? <laughs> That's just going to happen. There's going to be more picks uh, because the the processing it takes for this offense to be successful is at a very high rate. Um, so your quarterback has to be – and your receivers, pretty much everyone has to be on the same page. So, really, it takes time to get that chemistry down uh, with your new quarterback. And, and that's why I feel like they'll roll with either Kyle Trask or I hate to say it, a Blaine Gabbert, just because <laughs> they have, they have the experience with these guys and, and Blaine has been in the system for three years now and he probably knows it the best. Um, so he could have an upper hand, but ideally you would like to see Kyle win that job or take over at some point during this season and see what you got with them. And then you can make a decision going forward and, and really set up your team uh, for that next window of winning. I mean, you're also going to expect more sacks put it that way or yes. sacks, more interceptions. Cause I mean, you're looking for deep developing plays down the field. Brady would see it before it even be there. Mm. Get it out early or he would just slide and deliver it. So He's going to have to learn how to see these things faster and move if he feels pressure. We all know Kyle Trask doesn't have the most mobility, but he has enough. Let's see. I mean, yeah, you, last time we – someone that wasn't Brady was there had 30 interceptions this offense. Yeah. And they get a lot of sacks. I mean, Carlson Palmer's first time in it, sacks. Ben Roethlisberger, sacks. I mean, anyone that's in his first time in this offense, that's what happens. So – you're getting elite and then you're going coming back to the earth right now. So don't expect the world, but don't, don't think you're looking for trash. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I agreed. I mean, so and really, I think that's why the importance of this offseason is really making sure your offensive line is very strong. You want to have depth there. And then defensive line, I think has to be even stronger. I, I think that has to be a priority. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about the secondary. I, I, I think Carlton Davis is back no matter what. Um, hopefully Jordan Whitehead can be back. I think he was one of the best players on this team last year and has been for a while. So hopefully you can keep the, that group together and maybe add to it even more. Get another rookie in here or a veteran and, and really try to fortify that defense because if that defense can be a top 10, top 5 unit, it can keep you in ball games and it can keep you uh, competitive and the offense can still do enough because of the said players that will be back, which is Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, that that's enough right there. You know, those two guys, those two guys can win you games and with the offensive line, most likely should be in place. You might have to replace Alex Kappa. I think Ryan Jensen will be back, but you look at the rest of the group, 
just continue to add pieces there. You can find guys in the draft to get guards or tackles, et cetera. You know, I, I think those two units have to be really strong. So up front, you want to make sure you have your your strengths built very good. Well, I mean, speaking of that, Chris Godwin, you're saying is coming back. Let's look at the free agent list. Mm-hmm. This thing is not short. <laughs> no. It's not short at all. And earlier in the chat, while we were talking to all these quarterbacks, because, I mean, it is a quarterback-driven league, someone asked, what is the most, what's the highest priority? Who's the biggest one you need to sign back immediately? I mean, I would almost immediately say Chris Godwin, but then who's number two, I guess? Well, yeah, I mean, Chris Godwin, I think, is going to get the long-term deal. He's obviously, I think, deserved it, or at least, uh, you know, a two-year, maybe a, maybe they do a one-year prove it. I don't know. I, I think they give him a long-term deal, regardless of the injury. Um, and then I would say next on the list would probably be Carlton. He, he'd be, he's going to be the franchise tag. And then after that, probably Ryan Jensen, and then you, you just move on from there. Um, Jordan Whitehead, I hope, is on that yeah. list. Um. And then really your question marks after that, you know, and Dominican Sue, Rob Gronkowski, JPP, they're going to take their time and, and they'll, they'll wait, they'll wait for the bucks. Yeah. They'll wait on them. Um, I would say who else is on William Golson will be back. A lot of these guys will be back for cheap, not too expensive deals. Um, Rojo's probably gone. OJ Howard maybe comes back. I don't know. Um, just have to see a lot of these guys though. They can sign back for relatively not expensive deals. See, my only concern is Kappa. This is what he made last year. Yeah. The dude's going to want to get paid. I mean, he was on it. He'll a, get it. He'll get a raise. Yeah. So that's why I think he's one that would leave. I mean, Jensen was already making some money. Okay. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's really going to be cash hungry. So I think he'll just play and he likes his place. I mean, he likes Tampa. Mm-hmm. He was the one saying the locker room was insane and he loved it. Sue, he's he's just a smart guy. I don't know. I think does he want to keep playing? <laughs> his, his body can do it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Gronk, big question mark. Fournette, I think he's gone. I think it, Brady was his guy. Now go find the money. Mm-hmm. I, I really do hope they bring back OJ. I'm just being honest about that. Give Trask a big option. Yeah, I mean they very well could, and I don't think he'll be a very expensive. Um, you look at Cameron Brait; the, they're going to have to restructure his contract, or he'll be released. Um, so yeah, I mean tight end is a, you know, you look at this team's needs. I mean right now you look at, I think I think wide receivers a need. Obviously running back, uh, tight end is going to be a need. So really you're. You know, you got to refill some of the positions on offense. Uh, and then defensively, you want to address the defensive line and, you know, add more athleticism to the secondary as well. So, yeah, there's uh, there's a laundry list, a laundry list of things to do. But, but, uh, wasn't big enough with Tom Brady retiring. Now you got to deal with the rest of your team knowing he's gone and saying, are we good enough with what we got? Or are we going to go behind door number two? So many, like there's, it's like yeah. a drama filled show. And I love it. Yeah. NFL never sleeps. Uh, it's always going, you know, we got, we just finished up the, you know, the senior bowl was just recently and, and now you get in, you know, obviously super bowl this week. And then it's, uh, you know, you head to the end of February where, a lot of these discussions will start happening and then you have March, which is the combine. 
and a lot of this stuff will go down trade discussions um you know contracts all that stuff will be sorted out well before free agency starts which is march uh 16th so i'm confident in jason light he's got a great team behind him i i, I think they're gonna be just fine and we'll, we'll see you know what their direction is pretty soon and quickly which is which is always good yeah i mean like the last time with the Brady stuff, you heard so much talk of, oh, we're gonna, we're looking behind door number two. We're looking at this, we're looking at that. You never really heard them saying we're bringing Winston back. Right. I think you're going to give get a whole lot of more clues again in the, during the combine when they ask these questions. Are we still looking behind door number two or are we going to talk up Trask like he's our guy? Yeah. That's why we drafted him, right? I mean, we're going to find out quick, like you said. And then – but come April, late April, maybe a decision. We'll see. But I mean, depend again, if we still have our picks and we're taking picks, yeah, we're not trading anything. Yeah. <laughs> so we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it's it's gonna be a wild ride. It's gonna be fun. Sad yeah. to start with, but I mean, hell, it doesn't mean it's all over. You still a team that is loaded all around. Same coaching staff. You lost your linebackers coach. Yeah, and uh, Devin White get mad, but <laughs> you're still loaded. I mean, that's an area where Levante is a, a coach. You need to worry about that. So, I mean, realistically, everyone is together. If the locker room is really that good, like they're saying it is, let's keep yeah. it going. Yeah, right? it should should matter. I mean, obviously, the big thing is, like you said, getting your coaching staff back, which is always good. Um, you don't have to change. You know, offensive play callers, uh, you have, you know, same uh, scheme and system in place and also gives opportunity for these coaches to get more in depth with their players and how they use their players and get a better understanding of how to do that. And I, I think that maturation and also learning of the player continues year, year in, year round. I mean, a lot of these teams that are always, you know, look at the Patriots, for example, they were so good because they had the same people in place for a long time and it makes a difference i mean tom was so good because he knew who he had every year and they just continue to get better and better you know every off season so i i think that plays a huge part of it yeah i think the coaches were there and then they draft so well like the plug and play like mm-hmm. everyone's like oh next man up well they would draft guys that would fit yeah the characteristics of what they wanted yeah, I, I think guy we don't want this is a guy we want. We're not gonna yeah. force hole force hole something that's not gonna work. Find yeah. a guy to fit in your scheme. Yeah, I, I think I think we can all agree, like we know what the Bucks like, you know, for their players now, you know, to fit the scheme. You know, receivers we like big, you know, six two, six three guys that can run fast and, and catch the football. Um, you also like some, you know. They show a ability to get these smaller guys that just have speed. So obviously they love speed at their premium positions, you know, corner, you got to be fast, but also have length, you know, to play press man and, and do some different things. Uh, linebackers, you want speed uh, guys that can hit defensive line. It has to be big and take up space. Right. And then the edge rushers need to, you know, win their one-on-ones and, and be athletic uh, to do different things. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about quarterback, and I think, you know, me and you have talked about this. We've shown it in our film studies that, guys, if you haven't checked out yet, we are starting 
our draft process and we're trying to get as many prospects out as we can. Uh, we did, uh, I think we had like four or five guys out last week. Um, you know, just talking different people, but I think personally our biggest need going into this offseason is, is edge rusher, you know, finding a pass rusher, um, that can get after the quarterback. Because when you look at the 2020 season, the defense could win with the front four. And, and this past year, we just really couldn't do it because JPP was pretty much, he was gone. I mean, he yeah. had a bum shoulder, couldn't play. JTS showed flashes, but they didn't really use him enough because he just wasn't ready, to be honest. He just wasn't ready yet. I think it's coming. And then Shaq is Shaq. He was still very good, but teams knew how to take him away. And, and so I, I think that's why we got to find an edge rusher. And Mark, I think you'll agree that has to be the focus, especially coming up in this draft because it's a strength. There's a lot of good edge rushers, and I think you could find a couple. 100%. I mean, we discussed that immediately after the season ended. I'm like, mm -hmm. every time we're losing games or allowing teams to be in the game that shouldn't be, like the Jets game, there was no pressure. You, mm -hmm. you rush four and try and do the man on the outside, and it wouldn't work. Why? Because your four wasn't getting in. Like you said, Shaq, people know he's good. He's a technician, but he's not a pure speed edge rusher. You can double him and take him out. Then you rely on JTS, a rookie, although he has speed, he just couldn't win consistently. JBP hit all those damn injuries, and he just looked slower. He did. Mm -hmm. Vita and Sue, they were doing their things, but still, it wasn't consistent. And I know this defense, like you were saying, it's built for big guys in the middle occupying linemen so that linebackers can get in there in the A-gaps, stop the run that way until we stop the run first. But if they can get an elite edge rusher, and win with just four, mm -hmm. you're looking at a whole other defense. You can do that playing man like they want to. They right. want to do that. Yeah. Get a guy that can enforce that, whether it is through a trade. Hey, why aren't we talking trade of like, looking for a veteran trade? Right. Defensive end rusher. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, Don't there is. Exactly for an edge rusher. There is good free agents and edge rusher this year. I mean. I don't know if they could pull it off, but I mean, Chandler Jones would be awesome. I mean, exactly. bringing in someone like him or, you know, I, I'm sure there's other guys out there, but when you look at the draft and, you know, obviously that's where you want to find your, your pass rushers. It, it's, it's loaded. I mean, there's a lot of good edge rushers uh, available, um, especially, you know, where the bucks pick, there could be, you know, a guy there. So and we're, we're going to, we're gonna... yeah, yeah, we're putting these videos out. I mean, we put mm. out two, Ready to we really like like top top tier guys are saying oh he's not going to be there not going to be there. you never know mm. how the hell did we get JTS last year right. I know it was a weird year but still teams have needs team I mean did you think Jamar Chase was going to get picked by the Bengals everyone thought oh get him offensive lineman <laughs> no I, I got this guy <laughs> I'd rather have this guy so I mean people fall in love with certain players and if you don't fit that area who who the hell knows I mean. Plus, some of these guys have one-year wonders, and teams are like, uh, stay away from it. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know. I mean, we're not picking 32. What, we're 27? So Yeah, 27. Nearly all the way at the end. And Jason Light does like to trade up, so you never know. You mm -hmm. never know. Yeah, I mean, the draft is uh, always, you know, you you don't know. I mean, these, like you said, guys have preferences, and uh, usually they – they know who they want and that's who they're going to go after. 
but uh <laughs> i'm sorry calling Kaepernick. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that would that would be funny um but yeah the draft i, I think edge rushers you know obviously we're going to show that in our our film studies coming up we're going to focus on that but also you know just all the top talents that are coming out this year wide receivers running backs oh, we'll show the quarterbacks as well pretty much try to cover all the positions and just give you a lot more uh draft uh profiles so you guys know who these players are and also it just helps us you know talk more educational uh, about the draft coming up especially i i believe hopefully we can do another uh live stream for the draft uh right. like we did last year and uh who knows i'm not sure if we're going to be there in vegas i don't know if that's possibility this year but we'll we'll see yeah J jumping on what you were saying everyone kind of writes in there oh that's not a buccaneer type we're not necessarily looking at just bucks we're looking at the whole talent of everyone in the draft seeing what what is the new type of player coming into the, into the league i mean this is how we learn is our opponent really that good based off of guys we really liked coming into the draft? If they're loaded with the guys that I know, that, that's a bad deal. I mean, that means it's a good team. So, I mean, I, this is why we like doing this. It's not just, yeah, we're humongous Buccaneer fans, but the game itself, it's just so fun to watch. And when you see someone just dominate someone else, it's, it's, it makes the game that much more appreciative. Um, oh, for, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, let's see. So, if we get a good edge rusher, JTS can progress. I think we can contend. Hundred percent agree. Hundred mm -hmm. yeah. percent. Like I just said, if your front four can win consistently, that means everyone in the back end way easier job. Way easier job. Mm. So give me some consistent winners on the edge, not just manufacturing a pressure by delay blitzing Devin White or forcing him in a hole that he can't consistently go against a guard every time. I mean. Todd Bowles is great. He's a mastermind. Like every defensive player will say it, but he shouldn't have to manufacture things. Yeah. He should just, my guys are winning. And we had that, like you said, in 2020, 2021, didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Didn't do it at all. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, you know, a lot of us were up, upset, you know, after that Rams loss. And, you know, we just want to look at that one play and, yeah, you can do that, but you got to look at it a whole and this yeah. season, you know, the pass rush just wasn't there a lot of the times and it, it puts your, your secondary in a bind and then your secondary wasn't together all year. That hurts and you're not comfortable playing zone like you usually would be if, if they're together for the whole year and they have that communication down. So there's inconsistencies there and then, you know, pass rush the guys coming in and out just weren't really winning uh, like they should have. But again, that's, that's something that needs to be developed this off season. And I hope they continue uh, to add to the defensive line because really they got to get more athletic up front. I, I think that's their biggest uh, area that I see. Sometimes they were just too slow up front. They got to be a little bit faster, especially interior. I think the defensive line could use some more athletic guys up there where they can rotate with Vita Vea and also work alongside of him and, and cause some more problems uh, for these offenses up front. Yeah, you were saying he needs to play more. <laughs> he does. He does need to play more. He had his best year as a pass rusher. He had 48 pressures on the year, four sacks. He, he needs to be in there on third down at least uh, more than, than not. 
you paid him to to be like that. So let's see it. I mean, yeah. the guy gets played that well. At least fifty percent of the snaps, he's got to be in there. So, jeez. I mean, wild ride, guys. I'm excited. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Either way, there's a new quarterback that's going to be on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers starters. Who do you guys want? Let us know in the, in the comments. But you know who? What our take is? It's yeah. You took him. Let's see what he's got. Other than that, plus any last. Take. No, no, I think, um, and I, and again, I promise guys, our voices will be better as we move forward. We're just suffering from, again, Florida weather, uh, this up and down, and then also allergy season, which is really killing me. Uh, I got congestion all over the place, so that's why I sound like this. Uh, Mark voice went out Monday, and he's trying to get it back. So, trying, get, trying. yeah, we're uh, we're getting in in shape ourselves so we'll get in shape <laughs> as we we go along here for the off season because yeah it's going to be a wild ride we'll try uh, to play more than 50 percent of the snaps <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean kyle i think kyle's the way to go gotta go with the the rookie that you invested in last year he was the the plan going forward he's the future as of now and i think it's best to just build up this team build up your roster bring guys back that you want to bring back and um and go from there and we'll we'll break down more i mean we already did break down trask so guys if you haven't go, go look at that we broke mm-hmm. down his preseason we broke down his film before he even stepped foot in a buccaneer uniform i mean go check that out look up real bucks talk cal trask he fits what this offense wants to do it's just does he have the arm to push it there that's the only worry i have the headspace i think he has it it's mm-hmm. Does he have the arm velocity to get it there? Especially when these guys move a little faster. Oh, yeah. And the sideline's a little bit closer. So mistakes can be made. And this offense asks a lot on the quarterback. So let's let's see. You never know. But other than that, Les, send us out. All right. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate all of you in the chat. Again, thank you so much for uh you know joining us here on a wednesday evening again a little surprise usually we're we're mondays but um you know live streams are going to be a little less few you know during the off season we're going to try to really push out uh the draft content also you know maybe some free agency content as well and you know obviously if there's a big announcement or news you know we'll try to come on you know here live and 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 discuss it with you guys but with that said hope you guys enjoyed it uh, give us a give us a like, uh, subscribe if you haven't, and as always, go Bucks! <laughs> and till the next one, have a good one, y'all.